Hey everybody, just a quick programming note. Uh, the episode you're about to hear uh, is a great one, but uh, it will have some weird audio echoes, some, some little- I am Zoltrax, king of riddles. Oh no, it's me, guys. It's Zoltrax, the king of riddles, who shows up every time our audio uh, screws up for an episode. I feed on waves, waves <laughs> on my burgers. I chomp, I chomp down on your audio and cause problems for editors. Oh no, Zoltrax, we gotta banish you. We banish you. We speak the binding spell, Rory. We have to send him back. I, I, uh, get out of here, you. Beat it. Ah, oh, you spoke the words! <laughs> <laughs> go, go back to hell where you came from, Zoltrax. Um, and take these riddles with you. <laughs> so, so please enjoy the episode. Uh, you know, you'll just hear, hear, it's not too bad. You'll just kind of hear some, some weird little blips and blaps. And, uh, uh otherwise enjoy the show. I'm still here. Get back to hell. <laughs> <laughs> I really want you guys to be done with Beverly Hills Teens. <laughs> uh, I was expressing a pretty similar sentiment. And, oh. Oh. and then we decided it would be too much. We w- we wanted to hear Todd's thoughts on Beverly Hills Teens. <laughs> first yeah, I mean, first of it. all, how dare you have such an opinion? <laughs> Long ago in a distant land. Hey everybody, thanks for coming back. It's Saturday Morning Tuesdays. We're an adult podcast about children's cartoons. I'm Rory. I'm Andy. I'm Austin. Well, there we go. And that's Austin, everybody. That's the three of us. And thanks for joining us today. Uh, if you, if you're a big fan of getting more than you paid for, then today is going to be a real treat because we've got not one cast. Not only two. did you not pay, <laughs> <laughs> this is the extra. This is the extra. The extra little bag of fries in your in your McDonald's Happy Meal. You got two bags of fries instead of one. <laughs> yeah, well, name those fries for me. <laughs> uh, we've got Todd and Allison with us. Mmm. Hello. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Uh, we're both fries. French fries. French fries. I'm a small. What bag was it of that fries. you were saying to us before that we've we've had two guests on at the same time before, but never ones that were a couple? Was you're our first? You're our sort of no, landmark that, they, couple. They went a little bit. They went a little bit more blue than that. <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah, we we did, but we won't this time. We're the only two people that you've had on. Who can smooch on command? Who are? Do it. Do it now. Oh, oh. oh that's, that's, that's good, good audio. Our, our listeners <laughs> are gonna really like that. Yeah, but and and what you can't hear is that we're also so. Oh no! Don't tell me. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, you guys, I in fact, I love this concept so much. I think from here on out, all of our guests for the show are going to be couples. Uh, so, <laughs> well, we can have two guests on, but they'll be a couple by the time we're done. Oh, yeah. Which, which Aww. are you guys going to be in a thruple? We've tried before, and it doesn't, it doesn't quite work. <laughs> right? Yeah, I, I don't yeah. ship it anymore. I'm sorry, guys. Andy I'm, is a, Andy is a not a generous lover, and Austin's. Too. Rory keeps eating crackers in the bed. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a lot of needs, and only two people can't fill them in. You see, we cut each other down more than we build each other up. But outside <laughs> yeah. of outside of the bedroom, we make a pretty good team. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna throw throw the baby out with the bathwater like Allison. I'm. I'm still on board. I'll give it a little bit more time. Well, you know who did throw the baby out with the bathwater, and and part of why we broke up was Austin Bridges <laughs> kept throwing our babies out with our bathwater. <laughs> that bathwater was dirty. Yeah. <laughs> so sorry, but we can't dredge up you know our old uh, struggles right here. You know. Um, even yeah. if it was justified, uh, even if the bathwater was just like uh, <laughs> just, just awful. awful. Yeah, I mean, you were yeah. tie dyeing in there, and it had all the. <laughs> <laughs> okay, everybody, this is week three of what Austin has named for us: spaced out uh-huh. teens. Uh huh. Yes, it is called spaced out teens. That is the official title that we <laughs> formalized. Uh, and and I got I, I want to give a teeny teeny bit of context. Uh, when Amalia watched the episodes for our part one, uh, she was at your place, Allison and Todd, and you watched the episodes with her. And before we started recording, y'all had some hot takes, uh, they, which they was jumped on the microphone <laughs> to scream about these shows. So we knew we had to have yes. them back, like a Howard Stern prank caller. <laughs> I had a I had a spicy hot take, which was that uh, Beverly Hills Teen uh, sucks. And mm. Galaxy High fucks. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. We got a sucks fucks dichotomy. Interesting. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that was another problem we had. <laughs> <laughs> oh, stupid. It's stupid. Uh, but yeah, we wanted to have you guys on. I'm sorry for Beverly Hills Teens. It's really been a downward spiral for, for this show. I'm not though. I it's love truly this dreadful. show. You people have watched some like absolute garbage <laughs> well, over I, these last few years, and this is just resoundingly shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I also I also want to be mindful that the last time that I was on your show, we watched um, gargoyles and um, uh, not Xenozoic, but Cadillacs and dinosaurs. And yeah. I was kind of dunking on Cadillacs and dinosaurs, and I felt like I was a real downer. But I would watch. Every episode of Catalogs and Dinosaurs <laughs> any more episodes of yeah. Beverly Hills Teens. Truth. Okay, the but that's what I'm saying. A- Our guests sometimes don't understand. It's all about context. We've watched yeah. so much mm-hmm. bad stuff that we can find happy moments in trash that's not as trash as other trash. And Amen. You, let Amen. me ask you. Let me let me ask you. Did you find happiness when those two clowns melted in this last episode? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, was that a good uh, moment or a bad one? Uh, I really enjoyed it when Prince Monko ate his guitar. Oh, my God. Hey, listeners, buckle the fuck up uh, when we start talking about these episodes. Oh, my God. Which should be I'm right so now. Excited. Why don't we dive right yeah. in? Let's do it. Okay, everybody, we are living our fantasies in Beverly Hills, making our dreams come true. You got it. Uh, you wanted it. You asked for it, and we delivered. Uh, no. No, it's, <laughs> you know, just pretend. Um, look, the episode that we all choked down today was Beverly Hills Teens episode 49, titled Rampage. And here is the synopsis. The teen club attempts a rescue after a... Rock and roll gorilla Prince Monko escapes his cage and abducts Bianca during a circus charity benefit. <laughs> and 
boy, that's oh boy. So dense. That's so dense <laughs> with the, trash. What the hell is that word salad you just said? Yeah. Are you having a stroke right now? <laughs> oh, Rock and roll gorilla at a circus charity benefit. I I don't know it, it it that you can understand why we would read that and pick this episode though right like they, 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 they made it forty nine episodes that's what I'm shocked 49. about forty nine I at mean least. at some point you're gonna end, end up on the circus charity episode. I guess it's a good point syndication <laughs> has baby. to be anything they can air between commercials so they could keep you know charging for commercials yep and yeah right yeah exactly. so reagan's reagan's corpse could continue to you know <laughs> to eat money can, <laughs> to, yeah. as, oh, it's, yeah. as it's stranglehold <laughs> over the country <laughs> continue <laughs> this is what reaganomics looks mm, like yes mommy. Down economics. Mm. <laughs> um, so <laughs> i don't i don't know if you guys have talked about uh because you've had two other episodes to talk about this right mm-hmm. so i don't know if it has been discussed uh, there's so many there's like the surface bizarre things where it's like boy the capitalist a- a angle of this show really rubs me the wrong way and there's, uh-huh. there's like mind bending uh-huh. stuff of just like what happened mm-hmm. there uh, uh, yeah. maybe not explicitly so go ahead and expand on your thoughts there by so maybe. so uh, like one of the things where you know uh, the teens are are volunteered it looks like to to help out with this charity event and then they're just ordering their their like their like maids to do all the work for them. Uh, oh yeah, you know, like like that's like the surface oh, God, area. Like yeah. like that's just bad capitalism, right? But then but then it's like uh, the party, like uh, there's the clowns that are like melting and dancing and mm-hmm. like what's and for some going reason, on? This and for some reason the teens are in charge, even though it seems like the uh, Linguini brothers. Like anybody the... else should be in charge. Yeah, yeah. definitely yeah. like anybody else. Also, also, there, uh, there was a moment where one of the Mario Mario brothers, um, <laughs> like, a- attacked a child. Yeah, and then and then, yeah. and then he was like, "I'm a sorry, that was mean of me." <laughs> you know why you fly off of the handle sometimes? <laughs> you know, after <laughs> Vietnam, that happens sometimes. <laughs> but he's like, he's like the spitting image of an abusive boyfriend. You, you maniac! You cotton candy crazy! That goo short-circuited the controls and opened the cages! What? <sighs> Mamma mia, Chester. Forgive me. Please remember me at my best. I, I do this because I care about you. <laughs> I care you. about you. Ah. Don't, don't, don't leave me. Don't leave. <laughs> you cannot leave. Oh, I'm yeah. so pent up like a chained tiger. <laughs> uh I also find it really fascinating that like it seems like the more the more wealth you have, the more number of tires on your car. <laughs> yeah. It was a simpler it's a time. Weird Todd. trend. Yeah. Well it kinda so this 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 show was sort of uh made in, in response to the G.I. Joes of the world, uh where they wanted to make more like non kill kill boy shows. Uh, and yet the sensibility remains the same because they all have incredibly merchandisable vehicles. Like they all have, they all fly helicopters with (laughs) With a net gun, the armored limo with a net gun. Yeah. This, this somehow feels the, the, the extreme capitalist bent of this and like wealth fetishization feels (laughs) deeply more upsetting than boys playing with guns. Oh yeah. 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 Oh yeah. (laughs) But like sports playing with guns isn't trying to be something else. Like mm-hmm. this is trying to be like a fun teen romp. Like oh, it's just teens having fun, buying things, and like <laughs> yeah. coercing people into doing their bidding. 
Like they're yeah, the servant angle is so strange. Yeah, so so we we should we should talk a re- a really quickly about the about the just the big picture premise here. We mentioned there's a circus okay. charity benefit. They're running a circus charity. Uh, the circus is coming in from out of town, run by two very exciting Italian brothers, uh, whose name are not Mario and Luigi, though they should be. It is and Linguini. Is it Linguini? Yeah, the Linguini I, brothers. Yeah, it's a Ringling brothers joke, but it feels yeah. much more racist Ling- than it Ringling. needs to be. Ping pingling, <laughs> penguins. <laughs> um, but the kids, I guess, are bankrolling this whole thing, which is why they're calling the shots. Um, and the I, just I, the, one of the first things we see in this show are the the like fun circus seals juggling credit cards, credit cards, and diamonds, <laughs> and diamonds, and di- like there's a bear with a Walkman. Also, the bear with the Walkman was pretty funny. <laughs> I got some ideas for how to do a charity circus. Take the stuff the seals are juggling, like the credit cards and the diamonds, and sort of liquidate those and turn that into cash. Just give it to people. You're not making more on fucking ticket sales than you are on the diamonds you gave to the seal. Like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I saw saw Uncut Gems. It seems like selling diamonds isn't all it's cut out to be. Uh, there's such a weird decision here at this moment where this is not just a circus, which would have been fine. Uh, <laughs> which is like, you see the animals and they do, they do tricks or whatever, but these are not tricks. These are, an- these are superhuman animals. Uh, these are like Island of Dr. Moreau animals. <laughs> this is a, this is a gorilla named Prince Monko that is a rock and roll gorilla that has had some kind of Jeff Goldblum accident with a with a with meatloaf, uh, and, and and has you know and can just shred on an electric guitar. Has a full person's outfit, yeah, and a head of hair and a healthy head of hair and like safety pin punk earrings. He has a safety bib punk ear, yeah, and a Conan O'Brien hairdo. He can play a mean twelve bar blues. I was so sort of upset. With just the laziness of the of Prince Monko, who is so over the top and easy to be a fun character with, they mm-hmm. do the obvious thing. He goes kind of they sort of a King Kong trope, right? But I yep. can't imagine. I can't. I can't even wrap my head around how you could possibly train an ape to shred guitar, but they need to be in a cage. Like the first thing you uh-huh. teach them is right. don't murder me. Then right. Then we'll talk about shredding on shredding on your Gibson. Les Paul. Right. The moment the cage door opens because of cotton candy nasty accident, uh, the the moment cage doors open, these these apparently incredibly trained animals are just ready to kill. And oh, yeah. I kind of get it because it seems like they're not treated terribly well. Uh, <laughs> well I think, it is a circus, after I, all. I think if yeah. I think if the um if one of the Linguini brothers' treatment of of the little shitty kid is any oh, indication of how yeah. how his attitude. Oh, yeah. This place uh-huh. just is a Ouroboros of violence. Yeah, it's just violence. Oh my yeah. god! Which, which I think I think circles back to the whole theme of capitalism. It's yeah. a really strong theme. Uh, so <laughs> wealth is violence. This, this this circus, in the other ways, the myriad ways in which the circus is poorly run, uh, <laughs> the these brothers that are adult men. Um, you can be an adult and a brother, I guess. I thought the kids could be brother. I don't know. That's weird. Uh, it's so weird, right? <laughs> Um, yeah. but, uh, they're, they talk to these teens and they're like, Hey, yeah, uh, 
you kids don't want to be in the show <laughs> and with no training whatsoever and just the day of this big performance gives chester full run of the controls and like this one is very important because it opens the doors of all the animal cages and and <laughs> it, then, the most catch checkoff switch that could ever possibly exist. Uh-huh, uh-huh. They pay special attention to this switch that opens all the death cages. <laughs> and and on top of that is also like, hey, do you want to go on the high wire, feeble nerd? <laughs> do you want to just you know go on the high wire right now with no practice? It's so unsafe. Very. And he says he explains it because he says that everybody does double work here. You know, which like gig economy, I get it, but like, you know, sure. it's it's not it's not any way to run a circus. I don't think <laughs> this circus is a circus. That's how uh, that's how uh, that's how Robin's parents died. Is in a trapeze <laughs> yeah. accident, right? Exactly. Uh, Robin from Batman, right? Yeah. The Flying Graysons. Yeah, it's the Flying Flying Graysons. Yeah. I mean, it's weird because he says go do the high wire, but then he takes him on the trapeze. Those are different things, right? right? He doesn't even know no, what the fuck he's not talking even about. <laughs> are they <laughs> close to the same? The are, they, are they the are same? I, 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 I don't know circus terms. Tell me, Todd. Tell me, circus man, Todd. Are those, are those the same thing? Circus Todd. <laughs> well, no, I, I, Allison said it correctly. Uh, the Linguini, Linguini brothers are uh, sham circus owners. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, have yeah, to they don't know the difference. There's escaping international crime. Yeah. And... Uh, <laughs> are laundering money through a circus. They've yeah, stolen they've got connections them. to the Sicilian mob. Everybody knows this. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. And Prince Monko, Prince Monko knows too much. Prince Monko yeah. witnessed a murder. <laughs> <laughs> well, Prince Monko, uh, I was pointing out to Allison that, uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Street Fighter at all, but oh, Prince, yeah. Prince Monko looks exactly like Birdie from the Alpha series. <laughs> uh, he's like almost he one does. for one. He's like, Hi. has the chain, has the earrings, has the mm-hmm. big old dew. I was brought back to, to Lord Edamon, but of course, Edamon is... <laughs> I was also brought back oh, yeah, to Edamon. Yeah. I wrote Edamon down. There's an Edamon vibe, yes. God, strong Digimon. I, I, uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. I, I have to say, the, the, the design, if, if listeners are, are sort of just, you know, not watching, which I recommend... Uh, the design of this guy is very upsetting because of everything we've described, uh, you know, the earrings, the shredding on the guitar. He's got like this open white blazer, uh, but he's not wearing an undershirt. He has a very strong like middle aged man lost his I way. I just want to stop you right there that you're complaining about <laughs> the monkey. The monkey's not really properly dressed, but uh... <laughs> no, no. I just mean he looks the way he's drawn. He's like a monkey version of a, a middle-aged rocker who's completely totally let themselves is. go. He just looks like a dude. They're invoking an older uh, Elvis, obviously, but yeah. Uh, from the name and from his his purple guitar and the date, uh, I was surprised that they weren't leaning harder on the Prince angle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh I just I'm still more upset that they made him wear shoes, just that he's wearing people <laughs> shoes. You can't make a gorilla wear people shoes. <laughs> Why would you do that? <laughs> he needs to walk. Oh my god. <laughs> this this episode takes the worst turn that I've seen any Beverly Hills episode do yet. 
Uh, when Chester's horrible cotton candy accident opens all the cages, unbeknownst to him, and all the animals go wild, the entire rest of the episode is about all of these unqualified, rich Beverly Hills teens trying to capture a bunch of wild, rare animals Dangerous as if they're beasts. on a fucked up yes. rich person's safari and okay. they're in safari clothes. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, they, so they changed clothes the to safari clothes. The out of nowhere was alarming. That fucking sucks. The great roundup. The, 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 the really uncomfortable thing for me was how second nature this was to them as if they have done this before on people (laughs) (laughs) because you know they have you know they've done this before on people you know they've gone out with their net catcher limousines (laughs) armored up for the apocalypse they've gone out hunting people that's what we were that's what we were trying to figure out is like why does this limo have a net catcher on? Why does the surfboard yeah. have a net catcher on? Yeah, yeah why does the okay. yeah. dolphins are you scooping up while you're out there, surfboard. you know, surfing around? Radley's surfboard, which he goes out to catch crocodiles on by himself, a teenager on a surfboard <laughs> catching deadly crocodiles. This this surfboard not only has jet engines, it's got a flip-up panel, and somehow, a cutaway later, he's got a giant tome? Some sort of leather-bound surfboard tome. I thought tome. it was so funny <laughs> when he pulled out the tome, when he pulled out his giant surfing manual. His big book of surfboard uh, while he's surfing. He had, to, he had to consult the manual, man. Where did it come from? <laughs> well, I don't know. I guess I guess what, what freaks me... Oh, so, first of all, with Radley, what cracked me up is the is those crocodiles he's trying to catch. Uh, they fuck him up real quick, and then they get out of the water like like they people all of a sudden and high five each other like yeah, bro. <laughs> Which was like the only laugh I had in that entire montage, uh, laughing at crocodiles high fiving. Uh, but no, you're right. Yeah. I, th- there's a brief conversation where like the circus people are talking to each other and like some of the teens, and they're like. Debating on whether or not to call the National Guard. I say we call in the National Guard. No, the state police. The governor. But the gentlemen. gentlemen. Which they <laughs> inevitably See? don't do, because I guess in Beverly Hills, we police our own. It is Beverly yeah. Hills. Yeah. Is, in, this, in this world, Beverly Hills is a recognized nation state owned by the teens. <laughs> <laughs> well, clearly. <laughs> they have jurisdiction. They have so much land, and it's so similar to the African Sahara. Mm. It's true. Mm-hmm. I've been to Beverly Hills a couple of times, and um, there are no cars. There's no streets. It's nature yeah. at its most <laughs> most pure. Really, just just it land. was nice to see that reality reflected in the media we consume. Just enough land oh, yes. for animals to run wild. Gold is law in Beverly Hills. <laughs> <laughs> we hunt poor people for sport. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, God. there's there's a lot of questions about how they were so prepared for this exact situation. <laughs> well, and, and, yeah, and all and, the answers are dark. But yet they, yeah. yet they yet it still happened. Yeah. It still happened. Mm-hmm. And and what's her face's car still got ripped apart by by Prince Mako. Yeah. 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 Also, I do want to talk about the horse named Thunder. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. What's the, Ooh, yeah. Um, what's the girl's mean, name? Who it's Blaze. Blaze's Blaze. horse. Yeah, so Blaze's horse named Thunder, and it's just like <laughs> like Batman jumping to his Batmobile, the first sign of trouble. Like, you know, <laughs> Blaze basically airdrops from a helicopter onto her horse, bl- under her horse Thunder, and just rides <laughs> off and declares the great hunt has begun. <laughs> it's so, it's unreal. <laughs> yeah, you're right, because right after that is when we start seeing the safari outfits. Right. <laughs> yeah. 
God, what else? I mean, it's just a series of bananas ass montages. It here. is. I mean, the thing the thing that I find most upsetting about this show is that it has so many montages and all of them are just like horrifically boring to watch. Yeah. yeah. Like they somehow but, managed to make cartoons not fun. So nominally it uh reaches the climax of Prince Mon- uh Prince Monko catching Bianca. Yeah. 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 But honestly it's no different than any of the other little little vignettes we've been watching. It's just another it's just another nonsense sequence with yeah. an animal and a rich kid. It's almost like the directors of this episode didn't realize that sequence was going to be the climax of the episode. <laughs> right. And just kind of didn't make it special in any way. I mean, so he takes it's Bianca not, with yeah. him and climbs up to the top of, like, it's going to be King Kong. And he climbs up to, like, the dome top of a tower, kind of like the Empire State Building, except he doesn't make it all the way up to the top. We don't even get to any sort of, like, fun pastiche you know or any sort of like nod to that that moment uh chester arrives with ice cream because (laughs) apparently (laughs) prince monko likes to eat rocky road ice cream cream and and take a nap (laughs) immediately (laughs) afterwards and they just didn't have nearly enough fun with the premise they themselves built like how are you gonna have a rock and roll gorilla that just eats his eats his guitar in the first five minutes and spends the rest just running (laughs) around Yes. Why didn't they turn it into like a music competition to lure exactly. him back? Exactly. Uh-huh. Right. Uh-huh. You guys haven't watched much of this show, but there is a literal they rock Christ. band fronted by a girl named Jet in this show. Oh and no, she's nowhere we... to be found. They could have yeah. played a fucking concert with Jet and Monko. I know right. that would have been it... like ten percent more entertaining. <laughs> I feel like um, Rory. I, I think it was Rory that was saying this. Um, that if you were to take all of the audio out of it, which is terrible, by the way, the audio is so bad. Uh, There's so much just, dead like, air. So much dead air. Uh, if you were just to like take all the audio out of it and just play this episode like behind, like like on a projector behind a band as they played like mm. a live concert, it would be incomprehensible. There would be just yep. like yeah. it would just be like a like a a vignette, like a series of vignettes of of the poorly animated teens doing weird shit. Yeah, uh-huh. there's absolutely absolutely no logic between them. There's no rising action or tension. It's just stuff. It's just stuff minutes. happening. Also, when yep. they give the Rocky Road ice cream to Prince Monko, he does eat it with a spoon. <laughs> he, does, <laughs> he does use a spoon. They taught him how to use a spoon, but not how to kill. Uh, well, not how to not kill. There we go. Right, right. <laughs> crucial, crucial mistake. Maybe they, maybe they fucked that part up. Yeah. Actually, uh, <laughs> oh, it's not kill. <laughs> Damn it! Uh, this may or may not be for the podcast, but uh, I'm sending you guys in the recording chat uh, a screenshot that I took. Um, the perspective in some of these scenes are, is so bad. I need you to open this image, especially you, Todd. Um, let me know if you when you have it. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! What the hell? Oh yeah! It's like oh, she, man, her, like the the problem butt. is not even Blaze. Blaze is I mean, running. It is. She looks fine compared to the the you know she's the, got tight boots. Circumstance in a way. Yeah, but she looks compared to the dude and the bear that is chasing the dude. He looks six inches tall on that she's, very yeah. normal she's sidewalk. Like, uh-huh. She's on a huge <laughs> hill that you can't see. <laughs> What is the you light know, source exactly? Maybe, maybe the uh, analog 
of of capitalism is uh, <laughs> that the teens are huge. Yeah, their massiveness <laughs> reflects the wealth that they have amassed mm. through generations. Uh, mm. uh, I just cannot count the amount of times that Allison and I like just shook our heads with a frown on our face. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. that's what this show mm-hmm. is for. Yeah, just frowning. It's for frowning. Frown show. <laughs> oh no, that uh, show's for frowning. You frowns and clowns. That's this show. I, I know we moved on to another topic and all, but but I'm still my brain is still chewing on the idea that the richer you are, the bigger you are. And I'm just imagining like <laughs> yeah. Jeff Bezos as Galactus sitting on our planet, just lording yeah. over all. Yeah, he's like the the the, the king in uh, Katamari Damacy, just yeah. like looking down at all of us as we. Run around like tiny termites underneath his girth. <laughs> mm. I was I, I I took particular offense to um who was the rich kid who sucks? Uh, Pierce, the one who just fucking sucks. Oh, yeah, Pierce. <laughs> yeah, fucking suck. He he made some joke about uh about Prince Gorilla, whatever his name was, and then somebody looked at him and said, "Pierce, don't tell me you're jealous of a chimp." And there's just like there's so much to unpack in there for me. Um, <laughs> I just hate it. I hated Pierce it. Pierce wasn't in this episode a whole lot, I don't think, because the way this episode was animated was a lot worse than the other episodes we've watched so far. Yeah, uh, a huge quality dip, I would say. I don't know if they switched studios or lost half their budget or something, but like, uh, both the way that Radley and uh, Pierce and the other guy, Troy, uh, Troy, all look pretty much identical in this episode. Yeah, their mm-hmm. character designs have taken a real hit at this point. Yeah, I don't know. It was hard to tell if Pierce was in it or if that was Bradley or if that was <laughs> Troy. It, it was gross. Yeah. It was awful. It's because they're so massive. They're just they're so, so large. <laughs> their features, we can't discern them because we are so small and they are so great. Mm. <laughs> yeah, their features have, have sort of like spread out and become more even on their faces as they've grown in girth <laughs> proportional <laughs> to their wealth. They've so yeah. harvest more power to serve Reagan's <laughs> desiccated body <laughs> hungers for energy. To resurrect him for the for the you know, for the seventeen billion dollars it costs to resurrect Ronald Reagan. <laughs> And that's oh, not, you know, a- what it costs. That's not what the science costs. That's what Reagan charges to come back. <laughs> right. For a second term. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And if you look in our if you look in our show notes, there's the GoFundMe to bring Reagan back. We're really close. Bring Reagan back. Uh, <laughs> you, can put, you can put your money in and help us get the, the return of the savior. His bones, oh. his bones will put us on the right track. <laughs> 2020, Reagan's bones. <laughs> Hey, Austin. Yes, sir. I have a new sponsor. I would love it if you could evangelize it for the people. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I intend to. Good. Because I would want you to now speak with your mouth about practice teeth. Listen, everybody. uh, We all need practice teeth sometimes, (laughs) don't we? Uh, Don't we need to know uh, what it's like to have teeth? Are practice teeth already real? Well, no, not quite. Not quite. If you're thinking about dentures. Uh, I was thinking about those little ones that fall on out after you're done with them. Oh, no, no, see, no. Baby teeth are different because baby teeth can still bite and chomp, uh, can still oh, rip sure. and tear. And, you know, not everybody's ready for that. So, you know, dentures are like after teeth. 
You know, it's like you've already had teeth. You don't need the practice, and now you just kind of get get teeth. But yeah, dentures teeth, actually dentures actually a brand. Like like when people call all soda Coke, the mm-hmm. dentures a brand. They're all called like Kroger brand after teeth. You know, right? Like yeah, that's yeah. the generic term. So this is sort of more of a pre teeth. Uh, brand and mm. so this is this will give babies a full set of rubber teeth <laughs> so these these rubber teeth aren't gonna hurt they're not gonna bite they're not gonna chomp your skin they're not gonna really get in the way but they are going to let a baby kind of know what it's like to have a full mouth of teeth and that's important because you know when babies are teething they get like one ugly tooth right there somewhere in the middle yep. and mm-hmm. they don't know what it's like to have all teeth, so they, they really don't know what they're dealing with, right? Yeah, I, I, I can imagine that's confusing as hell. Right, so practice teeth are just a, a full adult set of, of human teeth, rubber teeth, but they're rubber, and they, they fit into a baby's mouth. <laughs> Thanks for finishing that. <laughs> well, are you, okay, I, I, I think this all sounds really good, but are you not worried about how terrifying a little tiny newborn's gonna look with a full set of adult teeth? Well, I'm sorry if if it if uh, what's important for a baby doesn't look aesthetically pleasing to you, Andrew. I, I honestly, I'm pretty shocked and upset oh. that you would say something like that. Uh, that you would care more about sort of the aesthetic appeal of a baby than you would uh, making sure that they know what it's like to have a full set of human teeth in their mouth. Wow, you really put me in my place. Yeah, so you know, watch your fucking lane, and stay in it. Welcome back. I can hardly see you guys down there because I've grown so giant with this windfall of cash that I've received. I'm now 50,000 feet tall and you all look like little specks. I hope it's not going to interfere with our podcast duties, but I don't really care. Oops, I stepped on Todd. Uh, oh, this this bit is dependent on on a on a image that we can't show the listeners, but I'm <laughs> no, so glad no, that it's, it's still not. in the show. No, we're huge. It's still in the show. It's still in the show. Todd's on my shoe. This Galaxy High episode three, it's a much better show. It's called The Beef Who Would Be King is this episode. And here's a synopsis for you. Tired of Beef's bullying, Doyle finds out what Bonk's weak spot is from his locker. Onions. <laughs> Just before Beef is about to exact his re- revenge on Doyle, aliens from the planet Cholesterol arrive and proclaim Beef their new leader, the High Cholesterol. Despite Doyle and Amy's objections, the Cholesterolians insist on taking Beef back to their planet and bathing, bathing him in luxury before they devour him. Uh-oh. Mm-mm. Oh, boy. What, uh, what, uh, what an episode, huh? It was great. <laughs> It was genuinely entertaining and surprising. There's a lot to love. Yeah. 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 I don't, uh, Um, I'm not in the habit of burying leads here. Uh, We can talk about the episode all we want, but I want to talk about chicken milk for a minute. If we can. Honestly, love that part. (laughs) 
That's like the most important thing in the world to me now is finding out if you can really milk chickens and what well, it tastes okay. like. Can I hit you with a really surprising like, actual fact? Hit me. Yeah. 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 Um, so some birds produce a substance known as crop milk, uh, oh. which is so it's when they like eat a bunch of like fish or something and they store it in their crop and have enzymes that turn it into kind of like a slurry. And that's what they uh, feed their chicks. More of a kind. Uh, yeah, it's like a kind. Oh, uh, uh, um, but yeah, so crop milk is a uh, thing that exists. Um, so it's not like actual lactation milk, but. But it is like crushed slurry. up fish. Okay. Uh, while we're talking about milking the chicken, um, <laughs> the the writer for this episode was named David Weemers, uh, which I I found funnier I think than anybody else. Uh, I'm getting the sense of right now, but I think it's funnier than Weemers. I think Weemers is pretty hilarious objectively, but I might be alone in that. <laughs> It's okay. You can be a standalone in your in your humor. No one can take this away from you. Weemers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we. Oh, David Weemers. You wrote a real a real melon, huh? Yeah, real, real doozy, real chestnut. Um, so I I think this this might just be us jumping around, but um, like like the uh, milking chicken stood out to Andy. What stood out to me was the double death. Of Kevin, Kevin, the horsefly. Yeah. Oh, God. He died twice. That, he died twice. That, oh, Harold? Harold horsefly. Harold horsefly. Harold Sorry, horsefly. yeah. Harold horsefly. Sorry, yeah. Harold horsefly Say dies twice name. in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. His name is Harold horsefly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that shit was wild, because I thought it was going to be like a yeah. weird little joke that they walked away from, and then they brought it back oh. and made us really sit in how awful it was that he died. Yeah, the empty chair for Tiny Tim. The empty chair. It was the oh. empty desk that <laughs> fucked yeah. me up a little bit. Empty chair, said empty. F- <laughs> yeah. yeah, I guess to, to, to give us a teeny bit of context, he... Uh, he Doyle gets covered in garbage because of another one of uh, Beef Bonk's horrible pranks, and he's attracting a lot of flies, and he's standing in the school, and everyone's like, ew, you smell. And as he kills a fly that's flying around him, Milo informs him that that was a student named Harold Horsefly. And I guess Doyle's a murderer now. He's yeah. a mur- he murdered a teen. At the same time, it is it is wild to me. Doyle's that pretty likable as a... Yeah, he is. I they, agree. they set him up as, a, as some sort of jock bully, but we haven't really... Ex- we don't actually see what he was like before Galaxy High. We saw some of it in the first a little episode bit. A where little he was bit. still a dick. Uh, <laughs> but he's gotten a lot better. Also, unfortunately, the show isn't about Amy anymore. No. But Amy was the only one with a conscience in this episode. Like... When things get bad mm-hmm. for beef, she's the one who goes like, hey, we have a moral responsibility to save his ass. Yeah, you are 100% right. And I think they've painted themselves into the corner with a, a character too competent to write stories for. Well, yeah. they gave Amy everything she wanted Yeah, at, in episode one. They, they made true. her be popular and successful and gave her a cool car. And now she doesn't have an She arc. has no motivation. Yeah. Right. I wouldn't call that I wouldn't call that car fancy because it doesn't even have snow thrusters in it. So whatever. Right. You're but so I right, do Todd. love I do love that they're sticking with this weird cannon that she's chained to this creepy bee. Oh my uh, god. The, yeah. the creep the creep that croons at her and 
I don't understand what happened. There's a lot that goes on off screen because in episode one, we see her separate herself. He chains himself to her neck and she manages to snip that chain and is finally free of this gross man who's attached herself. But then she decides she kind of likes him being around. (laughs) She's got it back on her neck now. I really hate this sort of weird (laughs) Stockholm syndrome, like reverse (laughs) Stockholm syndrome thing happening here that, you know, that it's like, hey, you know. You chain yourself, you keep on chaining yourself. and There's something kind of fun about just openly acknowledging it. The show calls him the creep. We're not supposed to think he's like, you know, doing the right thing. He's not John Cusack Cusack in 16 Candles. And yet, (laughs) you know, him and him and Amy just get along. Yeah, Yeah, but but it's it's kind of like there's a guy in a zipped up gimp suit who's just chained (laughs) to her for the whole, like just sitting here on her lunch table, right? It's like, well, oh, Amy, tell me I'm who's bad. That guy? He's a little punk bitch. That's who he is. His testicles mean nothing. <laughs> I'm going to step on his testicles with some my stilettos. <laughs> I just want, I'm here to remind him that, the, that his balls are meaningless. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's, it's so crazy because, I, I mean, maybe she keeps him around for support, you know? Like she likes to just have someone around who's constantly just going to hit on her. I don't know. Uh, I guess more power to you if you're chained willingly, but like from the outside, it's a very strange situation. Nobody seems like they're hurting in this relationship. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe she's recognizing that this is this creature's nature. Um, what it does is to, you know, do this. It, mm. it may be like a really bizarre kind of like JK Rowling ish. Like, ah, this is what this being was meant to do. Let us enable it. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. We should continue to censor Quahoon as the only bleep we do on this show. <laughs> yeah, Just you know I will. Just bleep it out. Yeah, please do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, hey, hey, that's a, that's a that's a really fun little little pitch for Patreon. We did we did finally sort Rory into his Hogwarts house and we made a video and put it on our Patreon. And we did bleep her horrible forsaken name every time we mentioned it. So you don't have to hear it. <laughs> I didn't know that. That's amazing. Yeah. That's very funny. Uh, hey, guys, I want to talk about the beef between Doyle and Beef. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they have this this feud going and Doyle learns a hot tip from his talking from locker. From his locker. <laughs> who who <laughs> explains that he knows Do- he knows Beef inside and out and likewise. And I think <laughs> they fucked. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Did Be- did Beef definitely fuck his locker? Yeah. Discuss. <laughs> There is a certain uh, vibe from from uh, Doyle's locker that's like the jaded old the jaded old prostitute with a cigarette in her mouth just spilling mm-hmm. secrets about all the you know all the people she's you know experienced in her in her many lives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was his locker 2 years ago. He knew me inside and out. And I knew him inside and out. Or or even even more personal that uh like the like the former lover who still very much carries a chip on their shoulder. Yeah. Oh. yeah. 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 I like that. In this episode, I was definitely getting a pretty strong uh, fr- uh, enemies to lovers kind of kind Ooh, of trope. Yeah. You know, yeah. where like yeah. by yeah. the end of it, yeah. they kind of realize that actually you are kind of cute and maybe. Don't have beef. Gonna crush the beef. You think beef will take off his earth sucks crop top? <laughs> oh, never. <laughs> He's got to keep it on. Maybe we'll have new context for talking about the beef between Doyle and Beef. Oh. It would be really appropriate to hear, uh, I mean, to see either an Earth, Earth like a, its new context or a new context for Earth sucks shirt, 
Um, <laughs> or, mm. or mm. I would also love to see. Um, I would love to see Doyle wearing the Earth Sucks T-shirt. Oh, oh yeah. shit! That's it just yeah. Uh-huh. It smells like him, and it would yeah. it would it would it would drape over him big. You know, like yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cape. <laughs> uh, Locker gives the tip that onions are beef's weakness. Because, you know, beef and onions, I guess, just don't just don't go together like they should. It's a, it's a pretty dull combination. I can understand why beef mm. wouldn't want to be overpowered by the onions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it just, I don't know. It, it's a weird little prank. Beef has to read poetry aloud in class, but Doyle stuffed his locker or stuffed his uh, desk with a bunch of onions. And so beef. Oh, like- what does that poetry sound like, by the way? Uh, does it include the line, her eyes were like lasers? <laughs> <laughs> but it was there I found true love, a three-headed goon. Her eyes were like lasers. Li- Somebody say Ray Laser? Somebody say Ray Laser? <laughs> it seemed to be a boon for, for Beef. Like, it seemed to work pretty well in his favor. I yeah, know. It, it did. Really backfire on Doyle. Yeah, because he, he cries while reading the poetry, and everyone thinks he's just really moved by it. But then when he finds yeah. the onions, he's just mad about it. And him and Doyle go off on this, like, ridiculous race chasing each other. Um, Probably fun. And at the climax of it, that's when these aliens show up. So these these horrible, like, portly dudes who can't stop chowing down on burgers and cans of beans. Uh, like little Michelin men. Yes. Yes. Made in all sorts of, like, pastel colors. And they're from the planet Cholesterol. And they want Beef to be their new leader because he sucks. Yeah, they've been looking for their for their their you know Muadib, uh, <laughs> looking for <laughs> for the Quisatz Hotterock uh, of of cholesterol, and uh, you know Beef has passed the uh, the, the Gom Jabbar, <laughs> yeah, by being a complete piece of shit. because <laughs> yes. that's what they're looking for. The biggest shittiest piece of shit on the planet. The weirdest turn in this episode is that suddenly just it, they're not they're not even really looking at these aliens and how objectively kind of awful they are and how bad their premise is. All they hear is that they want him to be king. And now and now everyone thinks that's a good idea. And Doyle's like, what? And Amy's like, well, he shouldn't be king. Doyle should be king. Doyle's better. And then everyone wants to be king of these gross people. And I just don't understand the premise. Why would you want? Yeah, this? Amy, Amy throws out the line that Beef would give Galaxy High a bad name. Doyle should be your king. <laughs> and like, who gives a shit? It's very, it's it's very strange. I just don't understand. I don't understand why they would care so much. Uh, it escalates very quickly. Doyle and uh, Beef then have to do this like rally. They have to do like a space car race to determine who's going to be the king. Eh, it, it just it seems a bit like nonsense to just delay. It's cartoon delay the nonsense, inevitable. but I do like the idea of determining your king with a, your king with a car race. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And and the whole time uh Beef is cheating and Doyle is like, man, I wish I could cheat and doesn't and wins because Beef has decided to stop and get a cheeseburger uh <laughs> before the end of the race. <laughs> and so Doyle thinks that he's won uh by coming in first, but it turns out that according to the cholesteronians, cholesterolians, uh Whoever cheats the most is the winner. And so, you know, so he gets the... Uh, so it's still beef. It's a, It was a pretty funny little twist. Yeah, so it's kind of an American president situation. Yeah. Yeah. 
So so the from here on out, once beef has been chosen and <laughs> and gets to fly off, then Doyle talks to the like German professor, the Professor Coldman. Professor Eisenstein. Yes, and finds out that they like to eat the king. And so now the moral imperative is to, you know, they have to go save beef. Yeah. It's not it's not I I will say this episode was fun to watch, but it's nothing special, I guess. Right. Like there's nothing no. that I I wasn't like seeing coming, you know, like there's a lot of delaying the inevitable. Like even after we find out, oh, no, we have to go save beef. Then there's this whole like escalating series of things where like, oh, no, Amy's car runs out of gas. And oh, so does Doyle's scooter. Well, we and, oh, do the bus is coming. We a strange, uh, sort of strange two blinked couple. <laughs> <laughs> the, yes, the honeymooners. Yes. The honey yes. tubers. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, they're so awful. They're everything that those old sitcoms were so bad about. They're just like, just a horribly toxic relationship. Oh, my heart. You're driving like an interstellar maniac. Put a lid on it, Moidle. It seems knowing, but by, by way of connecting them through literal tubes, like they're sort of feeding off of each other's awfulness. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I, I did like yeah. that visually. It was very... That 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 did I I couldn't pay attention to anything else that was going on because I was too busy staring at their tubes. <laughs> tubes. That's rude. I know, but I can't help myself, Allison. There's nothing I can do. <laughs> their tubes are just yeah. so yeah. different. Yeah, if you don't want me to look at the tubes, they should put them away. <laughs> but yeah, well, they have a very uh what is it? Ethel and uh what's the other guy? I don't remember oh, his name. Fred yeah. and Ethel. Fred yeah. and Ethel, yeah. Yeah, that's what it's they, they're they're going the honeymooners, for. right? Aren't they? Yeah, they're they're definitely the honeymooners. I don't remember their names. Um, Guys, no, yeah. I have this cool Ralph, idea for a Ralph new podcast and, and, called Millennials Trying to Remember Golden Age Television. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's oh really God, fun because yeah. none of us have ever watched these shows. Wait, we they were they were the Flintstones, right? No, wait, yeah, wait, 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 wait. They, uh, they were the Jetsons, right? No, Hold on. You're telling me Lucy ate all those chocolates? Is that are you crazy? I think that's too many chocolates. That's too many chocolates. <laughs> she should wash her feet before she steps on those grapes. This is a great podcast. Yeah. <laughs> this, you're going to want me back on, right? This is where this is where we get to the milking, the chicken milk. Oh. Uh, chicken milking, yeah. This is where the, the couple is too much for Doyle to handle. So he gets off 10 seconds later at the next asteroid. Which is another knowing wink, though, right? To the fact that this is like not a cool way to act with your spouse. When Doyle yeah. just immediately bails. Honestly. Yeah, I find that to be like yeah, honestly yeah. Uh, like the most healthy part of that relationship is that like clearly this is not how you should interact with your partner. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, and so this truck drives by, a space truck, and uh and is going to give him a ride to cholesterol, but he has to work for it. He's got to get when in the truck back. The truck tells you you have work to work for it. it. I kind of expect <laughs> that was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was ready to be very freaked out, uh, but turns oh, out boy. he's just got a truck full of space chickens to milk. Which <laughs> is kind of the same thing a trucker will tell you. <laughs> milk that space chicken, boy. <laughs> oh, oh God. his beamers. There were also egg-laying cows in there, right? Yeah, <laughs> there were cows. Yeah, there were cows that laid eggs. Um, <laughs> oh, isn't it so funny? This backwards world up in space. Yeah, God, it's crazy man. in space. Just like it's us, a fun different... twist. It's a fun space twist where 
you know, you do a you do a little children's visual gag. Oh, the cows lay the eggs. How silly! Wink, wink, wink. Uh, but then it gets kind. Th- then the dark twist where we cut to the chicken, and we know you have to milk the chicken, <laughs> and the chicken can <laughs> talk, worked. and it berates you while you do it. It actually works yeah, pretty well. That's the it's fucked a up pretty part. funny, like dark joke. Well, yeah. and yeah. I, I think he even didn't he even make reference to it at the like later where he's like, I hope I would never have to milk another chicken. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He does, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, Doyle. Maybe when you get to Galaxy College, uh, you'll change your mind. <laughs> you'll change. You're, you're um, more open-minded. <laughs> chicken milking is a perfectly uh, acceptable uh, career. He likes. He likes. He likes chicken. He likes cow eggs and chicken milk. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's a little weird though to to give this like alien twist to food, uh, but then when you get to cholesterol, it's just. They kind of give up on it's just like a world of regular like bacon and yeah and eggs everywhere waffles and stuff like there's no effort to make food alien because they have to rely on us knowing that's food earth food yeah food yeah it needs to be relatable yeah no, I think, from I a think world building perspective I think it's totally reasonable to have uh, a human food on a planet obsessed with food so we know that what they're obsessing over is food no no right yeah no yeah no oh you want to go you want to go <laughs> that's you can't make a you literally made the world a, a fucking fried egg and and a, and a thing of like Canadian bacon and and it's like a fucked up Gretel world where like all the buildings are hamburgers. Uh. Oh, you guys, I'm sensing a lot of tension. I'm going to use my podcast powers. Smooch. <laughs> oh, Sandy, oh, no. not now. Oh, no. You oh, saved each other again. Damn, you're good. God. Oh, gosh. That's <laughs> fucking ridiculous. How, why, could, why would you defuse now I have to Hang on, hang on. I want, see if I, can do it. I, I want to see if I can do that with... <laughs> can I do it with these guys? Hang on. Hey, Andy. Smooch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> oh, 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 Jesus. Oh, wow. Oh, you didn't say it with my mouth. Oh, okay. Oh. Uh, wait, hang on. Hang on. Rory, uh, milk a chicken. Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> good. 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 Oh, I hated uh, that. You, you guys, there's something I forgot to mention about these cholesterol people when they first show up to claim their king. Uh, and they're eating sandwiches. They're eating these sort of big hoagies. And... Mm-hmm. At one moment, one of the sandwiches literally, I guess for lack of a better term, defecates out another smaller sandwich that then grows into a, a mature sandwich. Oh. In front of <laughs> <laughs> and it's so unreal, man. Related, have we mentioned how the cholesterolians, uh, their teeth can rotate? Oh, yeah, they got the fucking yeah, blender teeth. Yeah, I hate that. <laughs> yeah, that was a fun little addition. I liked it. I'm, I, blender teeth is... The, <laughs> that could be a horror movie. The animation team had a had a just a free pass to have fun on this show, and it, it shows. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Definitely different from Beverly Hills Teens. It <laughs> seems like they just didn't want to no be there. No fun. And they just, they, they, they don't shy away from being gross or weird, and I love it. Yeah. yeah. So, or killing a student. <laughs> I watched the first I watched the first episode with Amalia and I was mm-hmm. like having having watched Beverly Hills Teens I was like oh this is going to be a bad slog um and then I was like very pleasantly surprised by how great Galaxy High was Yeah we were um, we had the same feeling but continue This 
this one was this one was not as good as the first episode that I watched. No. Um, but it was still like incredibly well animated, mm-hmm. like incredibly well animated. Yeah, there's a lot of care being put in and like yeah. genuine enthusiasm for an art. It feels like uh-huh. to depict a gravy river. And, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. it was so funny when when Doyle has to grab beef by the hair and drag him across the river. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's one more thing that I for sure want to talk about, which is that, uh, you know, so Doyle shows up and he does save beef and they're running away from all the cholesterolians. And it's just this whole, you know, another chase scene that we didn't need. But as they're running away, we can hear the crowd in the background. Uh, and yes, we are invoking this new podcast idea again. We hear the crowd in the background chanting, where's the beef? Where's the beef? Where's the beef? Where's love the 80s. I love them. Oh, God, boy, I love those 80s commercials. You guys remember that 80s commercial <laughs> where they said, where's the beef? Where that old lady was like, couldn't find her beef? Oh, Did they find God. it? Did they find it or is it still missing? It's just it's bizarre because like that that commercial had already like that was already four years old when this came out. So, like, it's already, like, an old reference that they're making. It's, it's an old meme. Yeah. Memes had a lot more legs back then, though. Yeah. They did. Yeah. So, so the way that this comes to a, a masterful conclusion is Beef accidentally saves Doyle. Uh, it's not really important. The, they're teetering over the gravy river, I think. And at some point, uh, Beef accidentally saves Doyle. And, and knocks over a bunch of the cholesterolians. And Doyle's like, oh my god, Beef, you've saved me. It's so weird. And the cholesterolians are like completely crestfallen because <laughs> suddenly Beef has now done something nice. And <laughs> their their perfect king cannot be in any way anything less than a full piece of shit all the time. They needed the nastiest beef in the galaxy. Well, right. good deeds ruin the meat. So uh-huh. sure, <laughs> yes. sure. Which also earlier beef was sitting in a hot tub that had a vat labeled beef tenderizer. Oh yeah, that was so funny. And then later they're in this like giant hall of barbecue sauce that I thought was pretty funny. Uh-huh. That was when they were heading to the uh, royal rotisserie. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. yes. God, it's just a lot of really fun. I, I guess that's why I'm, I'm having a little trouble talking about it because all the things that I really liked about this episode were visual and like. They're just really, it's just a really nice show to watch. This is the fun show. Yeah. yeah, but Beef does not learn. He uh, He's no. still an asshole at the end of the episode. So we're right back to that status quo, baby. I would have hoped there was some opportunity for self-reflection from Beef. But, I mean, when you're herald- heralded as the shittiest person in the universe by a whole <laughs> race of people, by a whole species of people. That were, might be some. That, were, that, that spend their lives hunting for the dirtiest man in the galaxy to eat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you would think there'd be, some, there'd be some opportunity for self-reflection, but maybe not in this case. Yeah. Maybe next time. Okay. No. Maybe no. next time, Beef. Maybe, maybe when Doyle breaks up with Beef. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> I hope that he gets back happen. together They're with so his cute. locker. Yeah, 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 back with his ex, the locker. <laughs> hey, you come crawling back to me. <laughs> you want to crawl inside? Back. <laughs> Put, Put your books, books in me. me. Oh my god, <laughs> we literally just say the same fucking thing. <laughs> oh. Let's carry that jinx energy right into the wrap up. Oh, everybody, that's our week of Saturday Work Tuesday's cartoons. We've done the ones we just <laughs> talked about, and now here we are at the end of the show. Um, I am feeling, if I, if I can speak for the crowd, 
uh, pretty pretty displeased with Beverly Hills teens. Yeah, um, yeah. Let that's the past uh, die. There is no. There is no. Uh, it's a bad show for bad it's people. A bad show. <laughs> it is a bad show for bad people. <laughs> yeah, and yet for some reason, maybe that's why I can't get enough of it. Uh, I guess as a bad person, I don't know. I think I'm okay. I'm just saying, in my heart, I know I could do more. But that I that <laughs> I so guess grand. I don't share that with other people. Save for something else. Yeah, yeah, I have found some redeeming quality in forcing it on new people. <laughs> but yeah, I, I have less and less to say about it week to week. And that's why we kind of keep jumping the shark with weirder episodes. And I don't know if we're going to be able to top <laughs> Prince Monko, though. <laughs> yeah, boy, I don't know if if other episodes will live up to having a rock and roll gorilla. <laughs> that was still kind of a letdown. <laughs> yeah, if you, if you fuck up rock and roll gorilla, you really just lose. You, I mean, what else? Just, Where just can gi- you win? Yeah, just give up. Yeah. Ice cream eating, guitar shredding, nap taking, building climbing, <laughs> rock and roll gorilla. Yep. Yeah, teen kidnapping. Teen kidnapping. <laughs> With teen kidnapping action, get your Prince Mongo action Prince Monko action figure at your local Toys R Us. Squeal a little doo. Do you think they ever made toys for Beverly Hills teens? I don't think they were able to in time before it got kidnapped. <laughs> kidnapped. What do you mean? Canceled. It had 40, 49, episodes, 49 episodes. Yeah. yeah. There were 65. Total. Yeah, oh, but they burned these off in like three months. So yeah, this wasn't... was one of those shows that they would air a new episode every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and they would just blammo that shit down your throat. Uh, whoa! I don't, I, don't, I don't like what I just said. <laughs> it's fine. We'll cut it. I'm sure. <laughs> hey, uh, I'm glad. I'm glad we were able to get uh, the the podcast's best couple onto our show. You heard it here first. Oh, cheese and whiskers. (laughs) Get a load of us. Thanks for having us. Yeah, you bet. Uh, I I hope we haven't ruined your evening with Beverly Hills Teens, uh, but you've you've convinced us. I think we're getting rid of it. We've given some of you a little extra rage for Todd to, to, you know, fuel his night bike. Right right around. Um, So when do you, when do we get paid for this? Oh. Uh, Yeah. Checks in the mail. Yeah. I've done this like... Yeah, Allison's done this like a lot. Ten times, and I've never gotten anything. Uh, did you try relabeling the invoice? Because uh, sometimes that... I guess we'll try that. We'll try that. Yeah, okay. yeah. We'll I'll try that. try relabeling. It might be getting bounced in our system, so we'll, okay. we'll oh, just. Okay. Uh, cool. That's very reasonable. Okay, yeah. great. Because I would yeah. not yeah. just just to be clear, I would not watch Beverly Hills Teens for free. No, no, of course no. not. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, we would never no do one that would. to you. No one should. No. Okay, Thanks, well, guys, uh, we, yeah. well, okay, well, bye. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta go. We'll see you next week. <laughs>